Whatever it is, it's stunned, said Mr. Jones. A motorcycle hit it. Ah, said the second officer. That'll have been one of the pair who just pinched 30,000 quid from Lloyd's Bank in the High Street. It's the Cash and Carrot boys, the ones who've done a lot of burglaries around here lately. Did you see which way they went? No, said Mr. Jones, tipping up the raven's head. But they'll have a dent on their motorcycle. Could one of you hold the bottle for me? You don't want to give him brandy. Hot sweet tea's what you want to give him. That's right, said the other policeman. And an ice pack under the back of his neck. Burn feathers in front of his beak. Slap his hands. Undo his shoelaces. Put him in the fridge. He hasn't got any shoelaces, said Mr. Jones, not best pleased at all this advice. If you aren't going to hold the bottle, why don't you go on and catch the blokes that knocked him over? Oh, they'll be well away by now. Besides, they carry guns. We'll go back to the station, said the first policeman. And you'd best not stay here giving intoxicating liquor to a bird, or we might have to take you in for loitering in a suspicious manner. I can't just leave the bird here in the road, said Mr. Jones. Take it with you, then. Can't you take it to the station? Not likely, said the second policeman. No facilities for ravens there. They stood with folded arms, watching, while Mr. Jones slowly picked up the bird, it weighed about as much as a fox terrier, and put it in his taxi. And they were still watching, he saw them in his rearview mirror, as he started up and drove off. So that was how Mr. Jones happened to take the raven back with him to number six Rainwater Crescent, London NW three and a half, on a windy March night. When he got home, nobody was up, which was not surprising since it was after midnight. He would have liked to wake his daughter, Arabelle, who was fond of birds and animals. But since she was quite young, not yet school age, he thought he had better not. And he knew he must not wake his wife, Martha, who had to be at work at round and round the record shop in the high street at nine in the morning. He laid the raven on the kitchen floor, opened the window to give it air, put on the kettle for hot sweet tea, and while he had the match lighted, burned a feather duster under the raven's beak. Nothing happened, except that the smoke made Mr. Jones cough, and he saw no way of slapping the raven's hands or undoing its shoelaces, so he took some ice cubes and a jug of milk from the fridge. He left the fridge door open because his hands were full, and anyway it would slowly swing shut by itself. With great care he slid a little row of ice cubes under the back of the raven's neck. The kettle boiled, and he made the tea. A spoonful for each person, and one for the pot, three in all. He also spread himself a slice of bread and fish spread, because he didn't see why he shouldn't have a little something as well as the bird. He poured out a cup of tea for himself and an egg cupful for the raven, putting plenty of sugar in both. But when he turned around, egg cup in hand, the raven was gone. Bless me, Mr. Jones said. There's ingratitude for you, after all my trouble. I suppose he flew out the window. Those ice cubes certainly did the trick quick. I wonder if it would be a good notion to carry some ice cubes with me in the cab. I could put them in a vacuum flask. Might be better than brandy, 
if lady passengers turn faint. Thinking these thoughts, he finished his tea, and the ravens, no sense in leaving it to get cold, turned out the light and went to bed. In the middle of the night, he thought, did I put the milk back in the fridge? And he thought, no, I didn't. And he thought, I ought to get up and put it away. And he thought, it's a cold night. The milk's not going to turn between now and breakfast. Besides, Thursday tomorrow, it's my early day. So he rolled over and went to sleep. Every Thursday, Mr. Jones drove the local fishmonger, Mr. Finney, over to Colchester to buy oysters at five in the morning. So next day, up he got, off he went, made himself a cup of tea, finished the milk in the jug, never looked in the fridge. An hour.